This podcast is part of the Gunna Geek Network. The opinions expressed may not represent other podcasts or affiliates of Gunna Geek. Check out more podcasts at GunnaGeek.com and get ready because geekness starts in 3, 2, 1. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Well, not so long ago. In fact, it's now. And this is filmed live in front of a YouTube audience. And even though we wish we were Jedis, we're actually just a bunch of nerds with some webcams and microphones. Every week, you get to witness the shenanigans of Chris. ATGN, bringing people together on the internet since 2012. Naki. So you're saying the balls are stuck to the roof of your mouth? There are balls stuck to the roof of my mouth right now. <laughs> and the Atahai. And this does include such a wonderful line as, I can't wait to pound that dick. As they are joined each week with a guest host. Raging erection. <laughs> Yeah, MMOs are like a lifestyle. I'm... I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> we are getting stories. Whether you're going up against the, uh, the armies of the English cavalry, or you're playing a board game with your girlfriend, a raging erection will definitely throw someone off their game. Making the supergroup known as all things good and nerdy. Welcome to our madness. Welcome, everyone, to episode 65 of All Things Good and Nerdy, recorded live July 14th, 2013. Uh, I think we're going to tentatively call this show The Canadian Invasion Part 2 or something like that. I don't know. I need an original title. Make it Part 2. Part 2. I'm not French. I hate the French. Because if you guys have seen the show before live, you are probably recognizing two of our guest hosts. Returning this week, we've got John Sebastien, the French-Canadian sensation. I should do this for victory. Or flip me the bird if you're English. <laughs> I, I don't also, think your name is French enough. I'm sorry. We also have one Mr. Stephen Jondrew, a.k.a. my boss over at Gunna Geek. What's going on? I'm, I'm pulling a knocky here today. Oh. I'm down in the guest room podcasting from a bed. That's you right. Need to, you you yeah. need to do that again. You need to uh, do that intro again, and we need to put that He-Man. What's going on? You'll also notice that I also am the world's greatest dad now. It's official. It's official. You can see that right there. I'm going to, uh, I, I'm paid for this, so I have to say, sponsored by MSI and Red Bull. And Red Bull. <laughs> and as you can tell, we have I covered my nibbles. We've got Naki we joining go. us today, as normal. Hi. And of course, you've got me, Chris. As we all know from last week, Adahe is on vacation. He is in the great state of New York, in New York City. I don't know what he's doing. Hopefully he doesn't die. All the oh, floods, wow. man. All the floods. It's flooding. The state of emergency. State of emergency. Looking in the chat room, we've got some early comments already. Uh, Matt Crowder said he's doing a rewatch of Battlestar Galactica while he Very waited nice. for the show to start this morning. Good choice. Love that show. And then Dr. Bob has said he's loving Tron Uprising, a Naki recommendation, which I also recommended numerous times, I might point out. Just saying. Yeah, he, whatever. <laughs> I'm better. That's what he I'm also saying. Points out, you're also a bald dude, and she's a chick, so... I know, that's true. I don't have the boobs to tell people what to do. It, I, you guys don't even see my boobs. You see the fact that I have red hair, though, so that that kind of There's sways that. things a little bit. But, Naki, we can imagine them. We can that's always true. imagine them. That's true. You can them. always imagine the boobs. But yeah, all you guys basically see are my shoulder tattoos, and uh, that I guess that's risque. That was a very risque. I'll be in my bunk. We should probably <laughs> clarify that's all that you show us. We've seen that's a true. lot more. <laughs> well, I forgot about those webcams. If you find, installed. 
if if you if you find, well, I figure that's just happening. We got like I have all these little like gadgets all around the room. I figure something's got to be recording me at all times. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also the mentioned... camera placed outside your window. Just ignore that. Yeah. I've got a, and I've got a mirrored wall. I mean, for fuck's sake, that can be an entire like double mirror of cameras. I wouldn't even know. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. They're also mentioning in the chat room the Steam sales hurting their wallets. Oh yeah, oh, that's yes. pretty good. Yeah, it's been pretty good so far. I've only bought nothing so far because I have purposely not looked. But Heroes once. of Might, Heroes of Might and Magic Six today. I wouldn't. I, I'm not a. Normally, I don't. Uh, I don't promote Ubisoft after their DRM screw ups that they've had. I, I promised I wouldn't buy a another Ubisoft game, but I think I'm going to buy Heroes of Might and Magic for ten yeah. bucks. That's it's kind of worth it. Oh, Matt Crowder's also pointed out in the chat room. He's also in New York, but he's up by Lake Ontario, just south of Canada, by about a half hour. So he's almost Canadian. Hmm. Hmm. See, and I'm almost I, I've been American told by that logic because <laughs> technically, where I am is below the the line. The, the line. So technically, if they just continued along, I'd be American, America. Wait, so you're saying I'm not? You're like half American then. So there's one and a half Americans on the Gonna Geek podcast. Mm, well, there you so... go. There you go. <laughs> Someone <laughs> told to me that I'm <laughs> that I'm a, a I'm an honorary Canadian for the amount of. Timmy's that I drank while I was up there. I drank an enormous amount of Timmy. People in Canada don't drink Timmy anymore. It's nasty. It's sugar yeah, we do. No. It's nasty. Oh, <laughs> the tea is great. It's horrible. I like tea. Tea is well, the guys, best thing ever. What do you say? You're horrible. Hey, hey now. Don't overrun me during the show, too. <laughs> How many ways can we overrun Chris? <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, isn't it? Oh, man. It's going to be should, replace that, uh, should replace that Iron Man poster by a Avengers poster. I might. Avengers was such a good movie. I've got Iron Man 1 and 2. I can send you this Green Lantern poster. I know how much you like it. That's good for me to wipe my ass You want with. Green Lantern? <laughs> no, you love Ryan Reynolds. I could just a picture of myself I know there, you do. Chris. Would you like a picture of me? No, I already have a Stephen John Drew blow-up doll. I'm good. Hmm. I have oh, I thought you had too. the cardboard cutout. No, I got the blow-up doll so I could cuddle with it at night, but... Before we go even further off the rails, what do you say we roll into our news of the week? News team, assemble! Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Those of you who've watched the show or listened to the show know that I've become a recent convert to Arrested Development. Really enjoyed the first three seasons. Was really excited when season four came to Netflix. It kind of left you lacking at the end, wanting to know what was going to happen next. Well, good news. Netflix has opened talks for another season of Arrested Development. Now, how they're going to do it, God only knows, because all these guys have other jobs and schedules. But Netflix does want season four, and I'm all for it, because I want more Arrested Development, even if it's not the same as the originals. Do, do you guys watch Arrested Development? Or am I all alone here? No, we've. I think I've watched it. I'm, okay. I'm, Did you watch the new not. season yet? Uh, yeah, it's horrible. I only watched the first four episodes of the new season, and I didn't get too easily involved like I thought I was going to. It, it wasn't like the other stuff. I think that's what made it hard, because yep. you had to have everything tied together before it all came together. And literally, like, the first four or five episodes, you're like, oh, come on, do something here that is fun. I don't understand what you're doing. But when do it all comes together at the end... What? I said mimic a chicken. <laughs> oh. I should have slept last night. 
See, I, I haven't watched it, but from an outsider, like, I, I found when, you know, lots of people in my work and whatnot do watch it, and everybody was really excited when it came back, and, and they're like, oh, it's new Arrested <laughs> Development, but then after a few episodes, nobody was talking about it again. Well, well after think, they got a few episodes in, right? I think part of the problem with it is having to live up to the expectations of the first three seasons, and everyone has it so built up in their head that nothing is going to meet up with that. And the same thing you'd have if, like, they brought Firefly back. We would be all excited, and it probably wouldn't be as good because we remember Firefly as being this great sensation, and it'd be very hard to catch that lightning in a bottle again. That's my conspiracy theory. Yeah, I can see that. We talked and, about it uh, a little bit. Part yeah, of the problem, too, is right when, when time passes, everybody starts to get nostalgia, right? Like, so many people are like, oh, man, I remember high school. High school was awesome, but high school really sucked, right? So, so the thing is... Uh, as time passes, people just put put uh, series and things like that on a higher shelf, and you know they're doing that with Twenty Four this year. It hasn't been as long as Arrested Development has been, uh, yeah. but I think Twenty Four is going to have a similar effect where where people are going to remember it better than it was because towards yeah, yeah. the end it got really crappy. But that being said, it's the return of the Jack Bauer power hour. It'll be worth it alone just for him going, "Damn it!" all the time. <laughs> I think I think you hit the nail on the on the head. I think um, because it's been so long. It was such a great series back then, and we liked it. And then there's so many good things that have come out since. Like, there's been such good TV um, that now that it's back out, you're like, okay, well, this is pretty plain. It's actually not that great. And you have the, uh, this has already been done feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Let's see. Uh, Ciro in the chat room has said, Firefly is so memorable, mostly for being overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a ban button in the channel? <laughs> there possibly is. I mean, there needs to be banned. We we encourage opinions, but wrong opinions are frowned upon. This is Canada. Know. There is red in our flag. I thought you were going to say there's red in your ledger. It's going to go shut up. Terrible line. Terrible line. But he doesn't like that movie. He's not going to quote it. No, but they're using that. Where are they using that now? They're using that in the comics, right? Yeah, they dropped yeah. it. In the, yeah, they dropped it in Superior Spider-Man. Actually, yeah, that's yes, they that's did. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up again. Yeah. Which brings me to my news of the week. There you go, Stephen. <laughs> my news of the week this week comes courtesy of a website called GunnaGeek.com, written by a awesome writer called Naki. It was from her column, Quips of the Clerk. Quips from a Clerk, I should say. Long You're story. close. You got really close there. Long story short, it's actually kind of a hybrid of a couple different things because uh, we kind—I think you guys kind of talked about it last week—and and, well, I'm sure this will lead to debate. I wanted to bring up uh, Superior Spider-Man versus the whole maybe one-shot. I don't know what it is of a side Peter Parker story that's going to be coming on, and and I kind of wanted to just chime in a little bit. Well, that's about a new that. book, is what they described it as. Yeah. So what there's going to be is Marvel's bringing a a book that's going to come that's going to have Peter. Oh, we lost your audio, Stephen. Yeah, you're gone, Stephen. You disappeared. Did you lose me? Am I back? You're back now, though. Am I back now? Start that one again while I edit that out. Bizarre. So weird. So weird. So what's going to happen is Marvel is bringing a book that is going to put Peter Parker back in the Spider-Man costume. So it's going to be sort of a side story. Who knows if it'll ever fall into canon or anything like that. But of course, there's also the Superior Spider-Man story that's going to continue going along. So I don't know. Did you, you guys didn't talk about this last week, right? No, we didn't actually. So what's your thoughts? Do you think Naki? Do you think that it makes sense for them to to run a parallel story when they're trying to sort of rewrite Spider-Man at least temporarily? 
I think what they're trying to do is to appease people like Chris and put Peter Parker back in the suit. But you see, here's the thing. They don't I, give a shit about people no, like me because it sells I, I so have, much. I have a question. Is Peter Parker still dead? Yes. 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 Okay. And it's still Doc Ock and his... It's it still is. Spider sporting, Mike, sporting yeah. his suits. And, at, and what, Mike, the last issue was the first issue where he told anybody that he was Doc Ock and it was to yes. a dying criminal. <laughs> yes. Um... The, the, my, my theory with the whole parallel story is that it was written years ago and we're seeing what they did with Age of Ultron where they actually wrote it like two years ago and then they put it to the side and then now they're like, oh shit, we have this thing that we forgot to publish. I should probably put it somewhere. And so that's why we're getting it now. I mean, that's that's whenever Marvel does something like that, that's generally the case. Like that uh, Iron Man had those um, point ones that came out that right after the movie um, that had to do with the Melters, basically the same thing. They were supposed mm. to put that out uh, before the movie came out. They were like, oh shit, we forgot. Hey, let's put it out after the movie. Maybe it'll make the movie make sense. And uh, Right. I, I, think, I think you're on target here. This is another thing that has been started before the whole Superior Spider-Man thing began is what I can infer from David Morrell's Facebook update. Because he talks about the fact that Klaus Janssen had been penciling stuff and then something came up, he couldn't do it, and now they're back on schedule to do the book. So this is probably something that was developed to be a one-shot or a mini-series that took place when Peter Parker was Spider-Man, and they just want to get it out at this point because it's been sitting there for so long. Well, I, I don't really see why they need to. Because the, the reality is, we all know it's going to come back eventually, right? Whether it was Spider-Man that had this happen or another character, Marvel always goes back, right? And and I, I have to admit, I'm I'm you know I've made it clear in the chat before. Personally, love Superior Spider-Man. I think Naki made some really good points when she did the podcast on comic book legends, which can be found at gunnageek.com/network. And uh, <laughs> how'd you like that? How'd you like that? Uh, but I, I I thought there were some good points, and personally, I liked it. But you know, regardless, even if this is a good storyline that's going to come out, I, I don't see why they need to overlap. It's just confusing when they're trying to run with this whole Doc Ock thing and make people believe that that's, uh, Peter Parker won't come back. But you right? see, they've got this big initiative right now to do these little one-shots, because they're doing another one that takes place, it's a Spider-Man book with Peter Parker, where he finds out about his long-lost sister that's a one-shot book. So hmm. yeah, this which, Marvel's again, new thing is to do these one-shots. What the fuck is that going to come from? Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah, Aunt May tells your parents him about his died sister. forever ago. Uh, unless she's older and just disappeared by the time he was, what, five, six, whatever. Yeah. But a side note on this Peter Parker Spider-Man book coming out, it's brought to you by David Morrell, who you might know best as the creator of Rambo. Mm. That's who's writing Spider-Man. Does that Spider mean we're going to get blood and lots of it? Well, you've got Klaus Jansen doing the artwork for it, which could be really cool. Buckets of blood. You know, I have to say, with the whole Spider-Man thing, I I, per, I really do find like the the annoying banter that Peter Parker usually has. Like, I, I like that it's gone right now. And there are a few moments where he starts to in the early issues. I was rereading it before I came on here, where where uh, he's sort of acting a little bit more like traditional Peter Parker, but without the witty corpse and things like that, or quips, I should say. And and personally, I think that that needs to needs to. You know, when when they do go back, they should reduce that a little bit, just because. You know, I might read Spider-Man when it goes back if it wasn't so. Oh, I'm gonna throw a joke here and a joke there, and they're only funny to me. Honestly, the Spider-Man book I enjoy the most right now is Ultimate Spider-Man. Hmm. I've heard lots yeah. of good things. I honestly haven't picked it up since. Like, I I read the the intro of my uh, Miles, 
And then I stopped going to my comic book shop for a while there, and I just haven't picked it up since I started working in a comic book shop. But it's very I interesting mean, right now what they've done. It's it's well, going they, to be interesting. They brought in and Dagger, right? Uh, I think they just brought them in, but the bigger thing is they uh, they um, they killed off. Well, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read it: Miles Morales' mother was killed, but she finds out he's Spider-Man at that time, and he kind of is conflicted as to whether to continue being Spider-Man or not, even though she told him he's doing good. Give me an issue that I should wow. I should go back and read. I would I would like to go and check that out because I really read the last it when... two or three issues basically because okay, that'll cool. end that arc and start up this new arc because okay. basically when he decides to stop it takes a one year jump forward. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Question then: Are they just turning Miles into Peter Parker? No. That's crazy. Because his father blames Spider-Man for it, so there's an interesting dynamic there too because Venom okay. killed his mom basically. Okay. Hmm. And then you got anybody reading of, the Venom comic? I haven't read it in a while, but didn't they stop printing Venom? Did no, they're still no. on it. Oh, Venom is at number sixteen, I believe, right now. And it's still the uh, I forgot his name, the guy who uh, Flash Thompson. Yeah, I thought. I thought uh, if are they still going with that whole like if he's in the suit for too long, he's going to get corrupted? No, blah, he's blah, in blah. it all the time now. Oh, he's on right. the Thunderbolts as Venom, I think now as well. I haven't been reading that book, but. We have a comment in the chat room from Ciro. He goes, why are we talking about Spider-Man when we know there are bigger news items? He goes, I mean, Rebecca Black is going to release a follow-up to Friday called Saturday. It's true. <laughs> well, oh, that God. brings us to JS's news. I've never heard... <laughs> I've never heard Friday all the way through. I'm I'm very happy about this, and I'm going to keep it that way. Outside of when people were singing it like in okay. the hallway while I was walking. Naki, this is for you. Please it's don't. Friday. Oh, God. Friday. Gotta get down on <laughs> Friday. That's at 16. Thank you, Steven. It's nice, to, it's, nice, it's nice to have parents that have a lot of fucking money and can yeah, throw no it shit. at walls. Um, As we wrap up the Spider-Man talk, Anthony in the chat room has said, Miles Morales is the best Spider-Man since Miguel O'Hara. Miles is living through his own Spider-Man, no more storyline, and it's great. It really is. That's Bendis awesome. can write Spider-Man, and I was not originally sold on this idea at first, but as it grew, it grew on me, and I enjoyed it. It's it doesn't suffer the Bendis syndrome where it's all talky, no action. Oh no, no, he still has that problem in any book he writes, where sometimes it goes all talky. But mm. that's par for the course. Who wants to go next for their news of the week? Tiki talky. JS, what you got? What you got? What you got? There you go. Um, a, well, I have like little sp sporadic pieces of news. Uh, I can talk about some gaming JS news. Has rapid fire news. <laughs> can I get the rapid fire <laughs> news? Yeah. Dump from you. <laughs> um. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we can talk about the Enterprise B, which is what we talked about this morning. Diamond seems so to be releasing uh, an Enterprise B. Uh, as you can see, I'm a collector of Diamond Enterprises. Um, You're also on... a collector of squeaky chairs, apparently. Yeah, I need to... Uh, Squeakiest chair. Lubricate my chair. <laughs> Get the lube out. Some good some good games coming out uh, soon. Um, Brink... Uh, sorry, Brink is already a game. Pandemic's getting a new expansion called In the Lab or something like that. I don't exactly yeah. know what it is, but that's coming out in August. So a new yeah, expansion pandemic. For, for Pandemic. Um, that's pretty much it. Go team. Well, I'll take one other news story because Adahe would want me to do this, even though he's not here. And of course, in traditional Adahe fashion, it's a Deadpool story. 
<gasps> Deadpool. The Deadpool Adam movie. Loves the Deadpool. What? They're making another Deadpool movie? Well, this is in regards to the oft-rumored movie that might be coming. It also talks about one of Naki's favorite people ever, who you can see in the poster over her oh, shoulder. Lord. Total Film Magazine did an interview with Ryan Reynolds and asked about the status of the Deadpool movie. Here's what Mr. Ryan Reynolds, a.k.a. the Green Lantern, had to say about it. That movie is alive and kicking, and then it's dead as a doornail. Then it's alive and kicking, and then it's dead. It's like the worst relationship I ever had. He goes, the character knows he's a comic book character. He knows he's in a film. He knows who the executives are at the studio making the movie. In the current iteration of the script, Deadpool is aware of the Wolverine movie. He doesn't say anything disparaging about it, but he does point out at one point... when oh, Excuse me. He doesn't say anything disparaging about it, but he does at one point play with the Deadpool action figure with some curiosity. So he's going to break the fourth wall if it ever happens, but this movie's never happening, guys. It's never happening. Well, well so, I mean, you can't really say never. Okay. They're making they're making an Ant-Man movie and they're making a Black Panther movie, so <laughs> you can guarantee they're going to make a Deadpool character, a Deadpool movie down the line. You know, and I hope they do it right. Well, can... let's be honest here. Ryan Reynolds and his comic book appearances have been well so stellar that they might just do it for for, you know, laughing at purposes, because there'll be people who'll be like, oh, well, I gotta see this, this Ryan Reynolds again. Uh, He's perfect for Wade Wilson, though. He really is. I I don't know, I just... Ryan Reynolds, I think he should stay out stay out of the comic book movie genre from now on. Let's be are, honest. Are you damaged from having seen That's Green how I feel about Jessica Alba. After it came out? I did. I, I finally watched it like two weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, why movie. did you do we that? Told, it was on Netflix. You we know, told every, you not to. Everybody told me how bad it was. So, you know, like when it was in the theaters, I, all, I wanted to go see it because I was just getting into Green Lantern at the time, like really getting into it. But then people were like, don't go see it. So I'm like, okay, I won't. And then it came out. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to rent it. So I saw it on Netflix. So I, I was like, ah, okay, I will subject myself to this. And I sat there watching it and crying. And then I, I, I consoled myself because I was by myself. <laughs> I don't want to know how you consoled yourself. <laughs> I really tears. don't. <laughs> oh, dear. Hey, it was Naki? Ryan Reynolds, Chris. It was Ryan Reynolds. You're the cheating on me right with there. Ryan Reynolds now? <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. Movie. It I'm, was a bad movie. It I really still was. own the uh, collector's edition uh, metal tin case. It's still shrink-wrapped on my... Way to show them what you think with voting with your wallet, JS. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, I saw, I saw it, and I'm like, I'm a collector, I have to buy it. The only I thing I got to say is, is, you know, when you've waited two years and you've heard how bad it is consistently for two years, it's not as bad as you think because, like, you know, <laughs> the, the expectations were so low. that It, it still it looks might, good. Yeah. It's pretty looking. It, it looks know, good. Yeah. It looks like a video I, game. Say, yeah, it looks the, good. The constructs were really good, yeah. I have to say. They look good. The car, when he makes that car at that one part? I mean, mm -hmm. it, it, they made a joke out of it. That's why it sucks. Yep. And they fucked up the whole, like, villain thing. They Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the only yeah, thing that really sucks. I will admit <laughs> the only reason I bought that movie is because it came with a free copy of Green Lantern First Night or whatever the animated movie was that came with it. And I was like, ooh, this is Emerald the price of buying that. Yeah. yeah, that's worth it. Awesome movie. Uh, a couple comments in the chat room we've been missing. Going back to Deadpool, Anthony says 20th Century Fox won't make a rated R slash NC-17 Deadpool movie, which is the only way it would ever really work. We'll get a good Deadpool film if Marvel ever gets the movie rights back. No, we won't. That's the House of Mouse, Anthony. They don't want Deadpool back. <laughs> you know, talking about bad movies, do you guys think... Um, do you guys ever see... Uh, what the hell was it? Battlefield Earth. Oh, God. No. Was that worse 
Or yes, so no, I just worse. watched that one too. That was the one oh. with, with what's his face, right? From John Travolta. Uh, oh no, not the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, no, it had John Travolta in it. Had John Travolta with like super high heels and a giant oh. head. No, yeah. I'm thinking of Battle Los Angeles. That's the one. I just oh, watched. that wasn't That's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't I, so bad. It was okay. It was had okay. no no story whatsoever. No, no story was, at all. It was entertaining. Scene. What was his name? Aaron Eckert. Is that what his name is? Or yeah, he played Two Face. Yeah. 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 He was okay. He was in a good uh, Stephen King movie called, uh, I think it was called Fog, which was underrated as well. I have to say, the whole ending fell apart. They get back, and and they're offered a hot shower and a meal, and they turn around and go back out. That's not likely. Not likely at all. No, probably not. Uh, Ciro brings an interesting point up in the chat room. This last we'll talk in the Deadpool movie. He goes, so some movie about a minor comic book character won't be made. Why are we surprised? Ask Middle America to name a comic book hero. None of them will name Deadpool. My response was, nor would they name the Guardians of the Galaxy, yet they're getting a movie. Oh, man, the Guardians That's of the true. Galaxy. That one there, I oh, I just, I, I worry. I worry so much See, because, like, you you know me, I, I've been in comics for a while, and... And while I admit, you know, my knowledge is not up to the standard of, say, J.S. or Chris, I don't even know much about Guardians of the Galaxy. And I was on a comic book podcast located at thefanboybuzz.com. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for how long? And, and I, I, don't, I don't really know, right? So, yeah. But you see, I mean, I mean go sorry, ahead. go ahead. Go I was going to say, Ant-Man's getting a movie. How many people know Ant-Man other than, like, <laughs> my grandfather and... Yeah, total geeks. I was I was in the boat of not giving two shits about the Guardians of the Galaxy movie until I read the new book that came out, and I really enjoyed the new Guardians of the Galaxy book, and it's actually got me interested because I feel like I understand the characters at least a little bit. The movie would be fun. Are they? Is, is, in the did you read the Tomorrow's movie? Avengers? I have not. Uh, yes, it looks like well because Thanos will be in Avengers two. I'm sure the Infinity Gauntlet is going to be introduced. Great. So they're all again. They're gonna like defeat well, they, the Infinity Gauntlet. Even they've been in working. Stupid man. They've been Go working ahead. back to the Infinity Gauntlet in the regular six one six world though, because the Illuminati still has the individual gems of it. And in Hickman's yeah. Avengers book, they tried to use the gem. I can't remember the whole concept. They tried to use the gems to do something, and it all backfired. That was a while ago, wasn't it? I was in Marvel now. I just don't remember when. I'm it so also wasn't one of the gems the reason why they did a civil war. Captain America was pissed that uh, Reed Richard had a gem and had hidden a gem yep. and hadn't told any of them, and then that just triggered a whole shit fest. That could be. Uh, Anthony's brought up in the chat room. He said Fog was John Carpenter. If JS is thinking about the Mist, is what the he Mist starring yeah, that, Thomas that, Jane, not Aaron Eckhart. Oh, I've seen yeah. the Mist also. I believe well, it was. You, you Americans look all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> and how, how do you say what's his name? I'm going to call him Ciro. Ciro is saying Guardians of the Galaxy equals another failed comic book movie or film. Well, we don't know that yet. And in all fairness, <laughs> it might. But here's the thing: Marvel makes enough money off these other movies; they can afford to take a chance in each different phase. What I think would will be interesting to see when when is it supposed to come out? Guardians next summer, I think. So what they're going to do to really tie the other movies towards it because like they they kind of did a, a half decent job um pushing the iron man over to captain america and to thor and things like that right and you know they got they kind of left all the movies in an area where people were seeking out more comic comic uh, marvel comic right. films and things like that be interesting to see if they can do that cuz if they can successfully push some of these other movies over 
over to make people check out Guardians of the Galaxy. It could be successful, but I think the tie-in's really going to matter. I think you'll see something in the Thor movie that ties into it somehow. I don't know how exactly, but I seen. I think that's the most likely one, because I don't know how you'd tie Captain America into the Guardians. Yeah. When is Thor coming out? Thor's in November. The trailer Captain America is in April, I think. They, they uh, released um, a sneak peek, I think, this week, didn't they? For Thor? Yeah, no, for Captain America. I saw. Um, oh, I don't know. A Winter Soldier video, a sneak peek or something on uh, Slash Film. I will mm. have to go find that then after this show because I'm very intrigued with where they go with that film because it seems to be. Winter Soldier looks exactly how Brubaker wrote him and was depicted in his run on Captain America, and that intrigues me. I have a feeling Captain America 2 or Winter Soldier, whatever the hell you want to call it, is going to be better than the first one. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed the first one, but it wasn't a great one. Yeah, no, I did too. I, I just, you know, when you look at it compared to some of the other ones, I, I, I think it, it doesn't hold up as, as well to even Thor. Like I thought Thor was a really good movie. I enjoyed Thor a lot more than I ever thought I would. Yeah, that was the one that surprised me the most out of that generation. But you have you seen Iron Man three yet, Stephen? I have not. No, okay. it's well, good, I will man. say it's good. The post credit scene in there seems to indicate they're not using the post credit scene to tie together these next films. At least oh, so really? far, they're not. That's kind of odd. Because yeah. it had nothing to do with any of the other Marvel films coming up next. I won't what was it? What it I, I don't mind you telling me what, what the end was. Okay, well, the way this movie starts is Tony Stark narrates the beginning of it, telling the story, and he wraps it up at the end telling the story, and it, the camera pans to Stark sitting on a couch telling the story, and you see he's talking to Bruce Banner, telling the oh. story of what happened, and Banner fell asleep while he was telling the story, and yeah. there's some quip about the fact, he goes, did you get all that? He goes, I'm not that kind of doctor. <laughs> Interesting. It's very minor. It's it doesn't tie into anything else besides giving you more of the uh, science bros internet memes. So it might also continuing might also on where the Avengers was, right? Because the Avengers was a humorous post credits too. Well, mm-hmm. it could also hint at a new um, Hulk movie. Mm. I would, would love be a surprising. Mark Ruffalo Hulk movie. Yeah, it'd be surprising, but uh, I mean, everybody seemed to like the new Hulk. That would I that mean, would actually Mark- be pretty interesting. As an Edward Norton fan, I loved Mark Ruffalo as as Hulk. Like it was great. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't mind saying it. Well, it if they did, if they gave him a good script. Yeah, I mean, because I I think too that it would be good to you know um, get hit get a little canon in with Mark Ruffalo, right? Yeah, it'd be really good actually. If they did like the the current comic storyline of uh, Indestructible Hulk is fantastic, and uh, if they were to do something like that in a movie form, I'd be okay with it. Well, and because we, the only Hulk we've had in film has been origin stories over the last ten years, right? Right. So that would be pretty interesting. Um, have, are any of you reading Indestructible Hulk? I've read a couple issues. Yeah, I read a couple as well. Is he still split in the whole thing? There's and all that. No. No. They're back together. They're back together. Yeah, he he uh, he's basically told Shield that he's not going to be their bitch anymore. And uh, he's off doing his own thing. At one point, he has Thor's hammer, and he doesn't really know why. Um, he's but he's able to wield it, and then he finds out that uh, Thor has just been calling his hammer, and he's been on the ride. Basically, it's really like they've done a really good job with Indestructible Hulk. And uh, right now, Daredevil's in it. I, I'm like three issues behind, so I'm not That's really sure. It's Mark Wade writing it. Yeah. I'm so confused. I am so confused at Marvel. So this <laughs> character almost destroyed the world. 
And now they're like, yeah, no, no problem. Just go ahead. Guys, like, cool. <laughs> no worries. It's all good. Well, you Don't gotta actually read it. I just gave you the, the world's shortest story version of what this actually is. But it's, like, I... I search out Marvel books that have nothing to do with the rest of the universe because I don't fucking care about the rest of the universe because it's I don't want to read 90 books to read one book. So no, that's understandable, but the fact that there was a huge storyline called World War Hulk and he almost wrecked every single fucking superhero and now <laughs> like literally almost wrecked every superhero. They had to take the strongest character in the universe to stop him and they couldn't even stop him. And now they're just, "Yeah, cool, man. It's okay. Just go ahead and just walk around." Well, he says that he it, it, he says that he doesn't even want to be Hulk anymore. He just wants to do his science work. Like that's what he wants to do. Is he wants to start curing cancer and take like you know he's a smart guy. This is what he wants to do. And I don't want to have this ugly face anymore. I want to be a model, but that's not going to happen. They should bring back uh, that pimp Hulk. What was the name of the pink pimp? The Hulk? gray Hulk. Yeah, Joe Fick, Mr. Fix, Mr. Fix. Yeah, like Mr. Fix. Should, that's it. Definitely should bring that back. That'd be cool. We won't see it, but I. I, I, I I would read a lot more Marvel if they didn't scatter it as much as, as they do. Like, I'm sort of on the knocky train on that one, too, right? Like, it, it's annoying. you got to read a hundred different uh, stories just to get one storyline. Like, that's that's one of the reasons why I like that title, which will leave by itself. Uh, because, really, it's they're not tying it in anywhere else very much. And, and you can just read a, read a storyline in one single title. See, my problem is I'm starting to swing back into one of those feelings where I need to take a break from comics again because I'm just kind of like, nothing really excites me. There are a few things here and there. <laughs> Taking a break from comics? I know nothing about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there's some I'm older stuff I'm reading comics. right now that I love. Like, I picked up Incorruptible and I'm finishing that up right now. That's amazing. Run. The end of those two series are horrible, though. Yeah, I, I didn't like the Horrible. end of Irredeemable. Incorruptible, I'm only like halfway through the Omnibus because they put it on sale on Comixology. It, but... It's horrible how they promise you something and it doesn't even fucking happen. It's horrible. So you're saying it's like the end of Battlestar Galactic? Never mind. <laughs> it's actually worse than the end of Battlestar Galactica because ah. it, it, at least Battlestar Galactica something happens in relations to the, like what they've promised. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's well, tough. Naki, did you have a news item for us as we wrap up our News of the Week segment? Uh, yeah. Um, Just let me actually... know when you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... The, uh, I'm I'm trying to even like say this in in politically correct terms before I go super. Oh, politically okay. correct. Just nope. go. Not okay. Super dick. So, <laughs> Microsoft uh, has ha, has obviously reorganized their community. Uh, Don Matrick, who everybody loves ever so much, is no longer a part of the community, and they. Uh, promoted a woman named Julie Larson Green, who has been with the company for the past 19 years. And um, she is, she's ex she's extremely experienced and, you know, she's been with the company for 19 years. That's basically what you need to know right there. Um, so, of course, the gaming community reacted with the uh, best of, I can't even say this stuff straight, because we we have Steven with a pirate hat on. I can't do this anymore. Sorry, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. My bad. <laughs> it's again. So the gaming community, of course, reacts with all the chivalry in the world, and uh, goes on to say, "Hang on, let me pull some direct quotes here." 
I wouldn't mind her doing music and whatnot, divisions, but games sh- the music and game uh, music and gaming should be completely separate. Uh, I want someone like Major Nelson. Look at his Twitter to see that he's passionate about games. Although she may not be have to be a gamer, all she has to do is listen to gamers. And then people are like, a woman, lol, and then uh, them Botox lips. Obviously, she's the best person for the job. Like, her looks have anything to do with anything. Uh, this one guy, awesome, his name is Johnny Badfinger, uh, says, great, now their apps will be dedicated to baking and knitting. Um, Afromat says, I have no problem with a woman heading companies because women are awesome. I have a problem with this because Mrs. Larson is not a gamer. Neither was this Don is Magic. disconcerting. Huh? Neither was Don Magic, really. Yeah. Worked well, for gaming companies, but... So, uh, I'm going to call it now. Warning! Warning! You are now entering Super Dick Mode! Uh, I'm going into Super Dick Mode, because I'm fucking tired of the fucking sexist fucking community that I have to deal with on a regular fucking basis. Who gives a fucking shit if she's a woman? She has 19 years experience. I'm sorry, do any of you have 19 years experience working with Xbox and not completely... You know, blowing your shit up. I'm sorry. I get it. You're on the internet. You're anonymous. You can be a fucking asshole. But you know what? Guess what? Most women are gamers. Like, most of your gaming community is 48% women. You know what? We have kind of a... we. There are women gamers out there. This is fucking pissing me off because not only do I have it in gaming, I have it in comics. Fuck you very much, nerd community. I'm really fucking tired of having to fight for a place in the community because I'm a woman. That's all. I'm done. I can't, okay. I can't even... Do you mind, do you mind if I chime in? Yeah, Go now you it. can. It's over. I've got a couple comments as well. Okay, so... First off, I agree with what you say, right? Like, you know, the comments were, were atrocious. And you know what? Like, so what if she uses Botox or whatever the hell, right? Like, if she has the experience, she has the experience. And, you know, the other thing to do with this is... Obviously, she's got experience. You know, this isn't one of those situations, i.e., BlackBerry, where they go and they get Alicia Keys, and, and this has happened in other companies too, right? Where they've gone and they've gotten famous people to be directors and stuff like that. So you know what? This is a total like women. People need to realize women and men both can direct companies if if they have the the actual experience, right? And, and so who cares what she looks like? You know what? If if it just pisses me off because people, there's people who are are very knowledgeable. They're geniuses, yet they also do the the I'm gonna get plastic surgery thing. You know what? Don't don't judge a book by its cover. So. Dude, I I think you guys are missing really like you're falling in the perfect trap. Women seem to fall very often in this trap uh, in trolling. Trolls are going to hit the easiest thing they can hit mm. when you're a woman. Trolling a woman is extremely easy. You just call her a woman. It's yeah. simple. Let's not uh, use Reddit comments and things like that as the barometer for public opinion. That's the thing. Yeah, There's a, they're right. a vocal minority that trash on things, and it sucks. That's right. But it's just people trolling. They're just being assholes. They're going to focus on something, and they're just going to make fun of it. If I could, it, you know, it's as simple as that. As, 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 as a woman who has to deal with this shit on a regular basis, though, it's not just trolling. This is exactly what people say to us on a regular basis. Yeah, but it's and, not and, just but, trolls. But boys because, get the same thing. But you don't see it. Boys call okay, each don't, other. No, no, don't even, don't even start. Boys don't even each... start that shit. Don't. Well, this, you, know that's, uh... you know what? It, again, it. All right. Um, anyway, you, you say what you want. Say what you want. But it's just people trolling you. Like what? Uh, 
Okay. We troll each let, other like let, as let, much. Let, let me let me just throw this as as an example. This is yesterday. This happened yesterday to me. Okay, I've been working in a comic book shop for the past seven months, six months. I don't even know what I'm at anymore. So, and I get I, I get this on a regular basis. But so I said I I had a new guy come in yesterday. He's like I haven't been reading comics for a while. You know, uh, can you recommend me some titles that are still relatively new? So of course I recommend him X Men. X-Men just started. It's in its second issue. It's really easy to catch up. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's kind of cool. They have the, an all-women team. And he just looks at me and he's like, well, what do I care about that? I'm like, well, you don't have to. I just a little fun fact. It's, they didn't market it as women or anything like that. And he's like, no, women shouldn't be in this. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, women have no place to being superheroes. So I have that. This is a fucking serious person who says that women shouldn't be superheroes. This is exactly the community that I have to deal with on a regular basis. I get and it. Guys have to deal with their own shit, but I can't... Sorry. This and is, you know, this... I, I have to admit, right, like, a lot of... There's a lot of uh, sexism in the comic book uh, readership, right? Like, you know, it is something that, that that's been only being really broken for the last 10 years or so, you know, maybe maybe a bit more, but it was a very, very uh, prominently male-driven market for decades, right? So, so that... I, I see what you're saying with that, Naki, for sure. Well, the problem these guys had, if they had a legitimate thing, they should have done the research because those, there are some honest concerns you could have with her heading that. Not because she's a woman, but if you go back and look at her history mm -hmm. at Microsoft, the things she's worked on in the last 19 years, she's coming from the software side of the house and is now heading up the hardware side of the house. Yep, the things yeah. that she's known for over there was creating the ribbon in Microsoft Office 2007. It was universally reviled because it made no sense. Now, if people like, have gone and said, here's why I have concerns because of that, that's completely different. Yep. But yeah, she, exactly. she has she has no gaming experience. But it's, bear in mind, she's in charge of the hardware division. Microsoft Xbox is only part of that. That includes the Surface. That includes all the hardware peripherals they make and things like that. So she's heading up a lot of different things. And there's probably someone underneath her in that organization that does yeah, have the Xbox stuff. You're, 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 you're never teams. alone. Well, never and alone. These, these people that go on and they just trash on the internet, right? They're gonna they're gonna pick whatever's gonna get the most attention. That's right. And and you know, while there is legitimate concerns in this situation, they're just gonna go for the the card that's gonna get people's reactions, and and it sucks. I mean, it's, it's, it's all you, about the presentation, though. If you're gonna if you're gonna have a problem with somebody, get state logical fucking reasons. I get the, the trolling is, thing. I yeah. get being an asshole. It's fine. But, but you know what? Thing. It's when you read comments, that's what you're gonna get. You're not gonna that's get right. the vast majority are not well thought out. They're incendiary reactions because they want to get reactions from people. That's the problem we run into. Perfect example. Look at all the people who post religious stuff on the internet. If you see no. somebody on Facebook that posts something like "God heals." Click on those 360 comments. 90% of them are people trolling people who believe in God. The nature of the internet anymore, especially these things, has devolved into, I'm going to make fun of it the most because then I'll get some internet cred, basically, because I ripped on it the most, even though it's the most nonsensical, non-thought-out, stupid-ass yep. argument ever. I.e. Uh, people that go on to podcasts and post big, long reasons why they don't like Superior Spider-Man. Oh, whoa, whoa, I did I say that was <laughs> That was a rebuttal because my name was brought up multiple times in that show. I'm kidding, Chris. You know I love you. You know I'm outside no. your door right now. I know. It's okay. I'm all for people having legitimate concerns on a Microsoft reorg like this because some move, some of these moves didn't make sense and it's a Steve Ballmer-led organization, so there's going to be concerns. Now, to go and post a bunch of just crap on Reddit and on Twitter and things like that, those are the people that aren't doing the research, aren't thinking things out. They're not the barometer of everyone. Yes, they're a vocal minority, but 
They're the I vocal ones. I don't, I don't have the right they're words the ones, to try and describe. The thing that pisses me off is that they're the ones that people listen to. Like that's that's the no, shit that not. people they think. But people no, listen that's to the them. thing is that when you go when when you go and you sit in on on social media meetings and things like that, they go by things that are hashtagged and like they're like this is what's trending and you listen to them and it's always the same fucking shit. It's Justin Bieber and fucking. Uh, there was uh, there was a thing called grope crew, which is fucking disgusting. But it was like these people who are going around wanting to grope kids at at conventions. I mean, this is the shit that they talk about, and you know they they talk about the trolls because they want to sit there and be like, you know what? Maybe these people have legitimate excuses. Maybe they have legitimate reasons. She's a woman. What does she have to do with gaming? Like, I get it that she doesn't have the history of gaming, but she's not in gaming. She's in the hardware stuff. It's just it's incredibly frustrating because even if it wasn't a woman she no if it wasn't a woman they wouldn't have gotten the press well see the problem is this is the perfect storm of things people are going to rip on number one it's microsoft number two it deals with the xbox number three it deals with the woman in the gaming industry this Mm -hmm. you're gathering a bunch of different people are going to rip on all those different things and you get like the perfect storm of hate Mm-hmm. Whether well, it's right or wrong or not, I vote that it's wrong. But the fact of the matter is, anything Microsoft does already gets hated on, regardless. Yeah, well, if you can go at a if at a release and a keynote, people boo. That's it's it's mm-hmm. a bad sign. It's a bad sign. And honestly, I think the sway of social media is starting to run off its course a little bit. It's a great source for getting things out there, but I don't think companies listen as closely as we think they do anymore. There are there are some good companies that do listen. I mean, gaming companies, uh, I'm going to boost them, and a lot of gaming companies listen to a lot of their social media stuff. Um, Upper Deck is one of them, for example. Mm-hmm. They're, they're releasing... Um, a lot of people were complaining on social media because of the box, the legendary box, and the way that the there wasn't separators and stuff, and people were complaining. I mean, it's really stupid well, shit. But let me let me rephrase that. I don't think they're listening to the the hate speech out there as much yeah. as they are when they see the actual legitimate concerns that people raise. Yeah. Well, and, and I people agree have learned you. enough how that works to be, especially the larger companies, to kind of filter some of that out. It sucks that it happens. Don't sure. get me wrong. Well, you got to think, right? Like, you know, there's the whatever saying. Anybody who's worked in small business has been told this, where it's basically for every positive customer, they'll go tell one. Or one, well, every customer that's got, had a positive experience, they'll tell one customer. And it's something like for every cu- well, customer that's had a negative experience, they'll tell six people, right? Yeah. So, you know, right. it's that whole thing where where negative people just get more more vocal throughout the Internet, and it's even easier with social media. And, and nobody... And so many people on the internet just think that they don't have to have manners or anything. They they have a, it's not me. I'll just be a dick and say whatever the hell I want without thinking. But they would never say this in person, right? right? Yeah, the internet is insane, man. It's the same thing as over the phone. If you talk, if you're talking to someone over the phone or by email, uh, they'll be extremely rude and they'll just Mm -hmm. tell you to fuck off. But then once they come in in store and they talk to you personally, uh, their their attitude changes a hundred percent. The fact that people can think they're anonymous gives them courage to do dumbass things, and that's part of the problem. If you're mm-hmm. going to say something, say what you think, and then back it up. Don't hide behind your shield of anonymity. Be like, oh, I can say whatever the fuck I want. I can be like, JS is a fucking tool, and he'll never find out who I am, or something like that. I'm going to find you, and I'm going to fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, death threats, death threats. death. Or is it a death promise? There's a difference. It's okay, I've been rec- recorded on the NSA that I'm going to murder Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's go on to something lighter off the Newsweek. Unless anyone has any closing thoughts as we wrap this one up. Well, yeah, we're... I got a beard now. There's my beard. We're a podcast. We'll never solve this problem. We can just bring things to light. <laughs> I'm made of money. 
We should catch up in the comments really quick, though, now. Do we have any comments right now? Oh, I thought we did. We had, we had B Anthony say, Go Naki! And then Anthony said, Ha! <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> There's your comments catch-up. Brought to you by Thank one you, Mr. Anthony. Stephen Johnson. <laughs> from goodageek.com. <laughs> well, let, let's touch on a couple other news stories before we go and play a game. And since it had been mentioned at one point... JS, I think, brought this up when we were talking about. Edgar Wright did an interview. He said the Ant-Man script is done. Do we give a shit? Anyone okay. care about Ant-Man? I'm kind of I'm, 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 I'm kind of curious as to what they're going to do. Like, I mean, outside of, like, the hardcore comic people, who the fuck knows who Ant-Man is? <laughs> yep. And supposedly he's... The rumor that comes up in this article from Geek Tyrant, they say that Army Hammer is the, lead, is the rumored lead... Or is in the running to be the lead. For did those you, aren't familiar, he's the Lone Ranger. There's I was going to say, did anybody see the Lone Ranger? That was the next story I was going to bring up. Is The Lone Ranger, according to an article I saw, could, could potentially cost Disney up to $150 million right now. A lot of people, uh, the um, Native American community, was extremely pissed that Johnny Depp was playing a Native American. They were. Yep. Extremely pissed. Mm -hmm. Like, they were first very offended by his uh, portrayal of a Native American, and also they were very pissed. Like, why didn't you cast a Native American? Right? Yeah, Did anyone actually? They've been, they've been doing this for a long time in in, in uh, movies and TV and stuff. Like, he, guy sure. who plays Chicote, he's Mexican, right? Uh, guy who they have playing Shredder in the new upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie is a white guy. But they also made Shredder white too, I think. Oh, did Again, they? I think they whitewashed him. Because mm. uh, there's not a ton of Asian actors out there. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second big flop that for Disney has been that popular or publicized rather because uh, John Carter of Mars back in 2011 lost 200 million dollars. <laughs> I never saw wasn't, it. Uh, wasn't that supposed to actually be good? It was a good movie. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> I love J.S. Random. In the camera. J.S. Head. It's because, as is his tradition, I'm eating while the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> um, let me see. Back in here, in 2011, Disney had originally put the brakes on Lone Ranger because it had a $250 million budget. They trimmed it down to 215 and they're still on pace to lose $150 million. For some perspective, over 4th of July weekend, a five-day holiday weekend, which is normally a good time to put these summer movies out, it made $48.7 million domestically. Hmm. Yeah, now, it's not as bad as the performance of other movies, like uh, Cowboys and Aliens or Wild Wild West, but it's still bad, and those are also bad movies. Cowboys and Aliens is not, it's fun, and it has Olivia Wilde, and... That's why he likes it. Man, mm. yeah, I, I've already told my wife bye-bye if I get her, so... Yeah, well, here's the other thing to know. She's amazing in Tron, with the black hair. Yeah. You know what, I agree. That's and, the wallpaper and, on my computer. Mm, <laughs> mm, I gotta go, I'll be right back. Okay. It's also worth noting the international box Hand office check. is not going to save Lone Ranger either. Because it only made 24.3 million over the, uh, over the weekend as well. Oh, wow, you even need both hands for this? <laughs> but one thing to keep in mind, Disney's a little lucky they've had Iron Man 3 and Monsters University come out this summer, which helps to uh, hurt the blow of a shitty Lone Ranger movie. But if I'm not mistaken, okay, uh, Iron Man 3 was partly financed by China, no? Yes, it was. There were some Chinese incentives that took place for Iron Man 3. Hmm. And Pacific Rim came out this week, and Lone Ranger was last weekend. Last week. What, oh, was it last week? Came okay. out last Pacific week, Rim is, is badass, by yeah, the way. I heard it's not doing well in the box office, though. Pacific Rim? Yeah. 
People really? are complaining again. Like, yeah, people are complaining. Um, a lot of the storyline is retarded. Like they, um, they build a giant wall to stop the monsters, but the monsters can destroy giant robots. So why can't they destroy giant walls? Well, I mean, it's exactly what you would expect in a kaiju versus robots movie. Well, like it's, like it's exactly what you're expecting. For some yeah. perspective, in the how well it's doing this weekend, our number one movie this weekend is Despicable Me Two, which probably doesn't surprise anyone. Number Yay! two is gonna, just, number two is gonna blow your fucking mind. That's what came out last week. That's what came out last week. So, of course, it's going to destroy the Lone Ranger. You don't release Lone Ranger versus Despicable Me Me 2. Yeah, but here's what Pacific Rim is getting beat by right now, and this is going to make... This is going to blow your mind. Grown Ups 2 is beating Pacific Rim. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) That's horrible. Grown Ups 2 is taking an estimated $42.5 million box office this weekend. Pacific Rim is taking $38.3 million. That's I'm really funny. I'm going to go see Pacific Rim like Grown six Ups times two, like right now. <laughs> Grown Ups 2, which is sitting at 7% on Rotten Tomatoes, I might point out, as of this morning. It wasn't 0% That's until some critic actually liked it. Hilarious. What's well, uh, okay. 0%? Sorry, I missed that. Uh, I'm sorry, say it again? Well, uh, I missed what was that, 0%? 0% was Grown Ups 2 until this weekend when a critic actually liked it. Oh, so 7%. 7%. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> That's so, fucked up. Uh, Guys, so go funny. see Pacific Rim like right now. Fuck this show. I'm out. I'm gonna go watch Pacific Rim for the Go see Grown Ups too. Go see it. No, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> go see. Steven, I love Sam. you. Ninety five percent of the time. Go see the hunt. The hunt looks like it's, it's doing good. Go see Adam Sandler phoning in again for more millions. Is basically what Grown Ups uh, Two is. I thought we killed that thing. Didn't we shoot it? <laughs> What the hell? Are Steve, Steven, are you doing that? Because I, I thought you hated soundboards. Not me. I think you, it was not confused me. Nope, hand check. It was me, of course. <laughs> no, it wasn't at all. But... Totally JS. Totally JS. <laughs> not at all me, man. I, 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 was, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do JS it. JS was a soundboard master. Since we've been talking about Disney movies and stuff, let's talk one more Disney thing real quick. Is that the rumor is Disney is not going to be talking Star Wars E3. No, they're going to be saving it for their own thing called the D23 Expo, where they'll talk Star Wars 7. Ah, that's, fuck, that's super that? smart. Yes. Very super smart. smart. Very, smart. very smart. It's, it's BlizzCon for Disney. They'll have a captive audience there. You know what would be funnier, though? They, they, they should have set up a Star Wars panel and, and add it, just be like, come check us out at the Star Wars Expo. You know, just like totally they, psych they don't, everybody They don't out. even need to do that because they know that just by saying it on the internet, people are going to go and they're saving themselves the eight grand of opening up a movie. Yeah, true enough. Right? True the, enough. The, the Hollywood Reporter has announced that Disney, the rumors are, instead of revealing any news at Comic-Con, they're saving the news for D23. The insiders have said that Disney and Lucasfilm will make announcements about the film, including some of the actors that will be returning to the franchise. Apparently, the actors will be at the expo and will make an appearance when this is announced. They're going to bring back the actor for Bubba Fett. Yeah, Jeremy Bullock. That's pretty much it. And C-3PO and fucking R2-D2. Yeah. Now, it'd be awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone wants to see the return of the big three, but I just don't know how much that would They're all fucking dinosaurs, man. I know. Harrison Ford fuck? turned 71 this weekend. I mean, you know, Harrison Ford is, is a million years old. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Princess Leia. Terry Fisher. Terry Fisher. Harrison Ford, if, if nobody has ever seen them in between the last movies and now, Harrison Ford would be the only one people would recognize like the first scene. Everybody else would be like, I think, is, is that Leia? No. No, that girl's too heavy to be Leia. No, well, no. There's a rumor going around the internet, so it's internet rumor. Keep that in mind. That supposedly Disney slash Lucasfilm has hired personal trainers for Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher. 
Dude, come on. They're fucking 60 years old. No, I thought Mark Hamill slimmed back down, though, didn't he? Dude, he's... Yeah, he, he lost... He, he's, not like super, he's not, like, super in shape or anything like that, but he... He looks he's like so... the Emperor. I actually think, like, I've seen Carrie bit. Fisher on a couple roasts and things like that. She is really funny, and, and I think she's, oh, like, she's funny. She's crazy. Yeah, she's crazy. She's crazy? fucking crazy. I love she's, uh, she glitter bomb. I, exactly. I, every time I see her, she fucking glitter bombs me. She calls herself, like, like talks ne- bad about you know her her appearance, her drug history, like everything. She's as, funny. As she is so say, funny. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> she has like I've I've been with uh, Carrie Fisher has been at conventions that I've worked and she'll glitter bomb you, which is it's it, which is funny. But until you get glitter bombed and you find glitter in places you never thought you'd find glitter, and then. Um, she has to have her dogs with her, and she's she's a very she's a very sweet lady, and um, and then Mark Hamill, I had to wake up one time because he fell asleep in, in the VIP lounge, and I had to wake him up, and I felt really bad because I scared him, and he gonna he thought he was gonna punch me, but I mean, they're all they're, both of them are very nice people, and then if you get the chance, if you have not seen it, um, look up YouTube, uh, Joker, uh, Mark Hamill does Joker's voice in in Batman's eulogy. Uh, he did that Star best, Wars celebration last best year. Joker, best Joker's amazing. voice in ages. Yes, it's amazing. And you, you know who's really cool? Two people I've met: uh, Lando Calrissian uh, talking about cocaine's a hell of a drug. That guy is so <laughs> fucking big. He, I asked him to write my name on the, on on a, on a, on the picture. Halfway through writing the name, forgot what my fucking name was. <laughs> the guy who's assisting him had to fucking remind him what my name was. And um, the guy who plays Chewbacca uh, was fucking dead. He probably had machines fucking animating his arms. He, he, he they're all like they're all wasted. They're all yeah. dying or withering away. It's it, they can't bring anybody back. But the the small guy, the um... Harrison Ford could do it. He's he stayed relatively composed over the years. <laughs> Look at Harrison Ford in the last Indiana Jones, man. That's how bad that would be. There was an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, yeah. We don't talk about that refrigerator nuking movie. Can I just say I'm I am hoping for CGI cameo of Porkins. That's all I want. A CGI cameo of Porkins. Come on. There you go. Um, as we close off on this one, a couple comments going back to Pacific Rim. Some people's thoughts on why it might not be doing well. As Matt Crowder said, at my local Regal's Theater, they have only four showings of Pacific Rim and eight showings of the Kevin Hart movie. But the show I went to is almost full in their biggest room. Maybe that's why it's hurting. And Anthony has said the same thing. He goes, Pacific Rim is really getting a limited release. Despicable, excuse me, Despicable Me 2, which looks awesome, has four times the number of showings in my town. So maybe because, that's part because, of the problem is screens. Because you you know that the amount of it, but that's normal. That's normal um, movie theatering. I mean, right. they're gonna they make money off of popcorn, right? So they're gonna put the, their movies where people are gonna come in. I mean, Godzilla movies in North America, sure, it has its crowd. It has, you know, Kaiju's great. I love it, but I was talking about it at work, and I was probably the only one that wanted to go see it. So there's no point in putting up rooms that are going to be empty, right? When you can put up a room yeah. that's full. I think this yeah, is one of those that. movies they're expecting to make its money back in the DVD Blu-ray side. That's where it'll go big is because the people, it'll grow by word of mouth. Well, it's already been it's already been sold for a, for a two, right? For a sequel? I don't know. Oh, has it? Has it really? I don't know. I think it's that. already been signed on for a Sharknado has sequel. a sequel. 
Oh God, Sharknado's gonna get a sequel. That's a Sharknado come out. Okay, let me let me put something out here to the Sci-Fi Channel folks. Just because you get good buzz on social media, it doesn't mean you get good ratings. They got a point four on Sharknado, and they're gonna do a sequel just because Twitter blew up and made fun of it. They don't. I thought Sharknado was a million dollars to make. And it's bringing them more than a million dollars in God. publicity. Sci-Fi Channel, the people that brought you Battlestar Galactica now bring you this shit called Sharknado. It, well, I, it I, astounds I, I, me. I, I'm, I'm surprised that you haven't heard of the other movie, like the two-headed shark. Yeah, I've seen yeah. all this <laughs> stuff they put the, out there. They've put I like, like this, I've watched, Sharktopus I've watched this movie. This is a shark that has two heads that sinks an island. It sinks an island by about, smashing into it, but it can't fucking open doors. How about Piranha 3 Double D? Like, come on. Like, yeah, that one yeah. just made fun of itself in the name alone. It just astounds me some of the shit they'll put out, but yet they won't put a good sci-fi show out, or they'll cancel ones too soon. I don't know. It's, sci-fi Channel is not the sci-fi channel I remember, and I've that, ranted about that before. That, that movie's cost them a million dollars. It's It's nothing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know I, Sharknado I mean, was was out yet already. I didn't know it was already. Yeah, uh, it came yeah, out. So on... You can you can yeah. torrent it. Torrent I think it my Twitter. Was, what night was it came out? Wednesday or Thursday? My Twitter feed just blew it, up. It came with out Thursday. Hashtag Sharknado. It came out on Thursday. It'll be reshowing on this upcoming Thursday. Oh, and um, according to the uh, according to everything that has been said, there was like billions of tweets about it, and only one million people watched it. So Can we be honest I'm, here, again, like, but again, uh, but it's working because I mean, BBC, CBC, Radio One had articles, uh, had an interview with like the um, screenwriter. It, it's giving them amazing press. And, and let's be honest here, there is such a thing as Nato. It has it has Tara Reid in it. You know, like like how much better and Frankie uh, Muniz people can you get and Ian Ziering from Nine Hundred Two One Zero. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the press. They paid for publicity, man, and, and it, it, it pulled off. They, they pulled off a great social media stunt. Well, if they make money off that, maybe they can actually make some real sci-fi shows again. Please. Please. Right now, i got to do this. i got to do it to move forward. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. Defiance is pretty my 90210. That was my little... I thought you were trying to do Adam's Family. Yeah, I was really confused for a second there. Do you uh, do you guys watch Defiance? Defiance is not so bad. I am behind on Defiance. I really like it. But it's since it's bad. a sci-fi channel show, I know they'll cancel it soon. Oh, it'll be canceled for sure. Just like I'm surprised sure. Continuum got a season two that a sci-fi show. Even though I really enjoyed it, but I really enjoyed season one. I started season two and I can't I just I'm un- unable to move forward. Mm-hmm. I like I like this. Anthony's comment. The people that made Atlantic Rim now wish they made Sharknado. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> well guys, since we've been beating the dead horse on news items, why don't we say we go and do something fun and we'll play a game this week. You guys down? Let's I do like it. it. I like it. We are gonna bring back a game that we played once before in tribute to a show we might like called the Fanboy Buzz. <gasps> that, was a good show. that was an excellent show. They had a show. They had a game they had called Cocky Cosplay. Brought to you by moi. Brought to you by JS. And since he's here, we're going to do our own thing. But since the name Cocky Cosplay has already been taken, we're going to call it Clever Cosplay because we're really original in like alliteration. Whoa, that company might from, sue you. Uh, that company <laughs> might sue you, Chris. I was going to say, uh, we have a podcast called All Things Good and Nerdy. Obviously, we are the most creative team in the world. Can I just say I'm I'm having troubles here. I'm podcasting with you guys, and I, I just have the the 
gut feeling to say all things good nerdy at hegnpodcast.com, but all the listeners already know that, so I'm not really because they're anything. listening to all things good nerdy <laughs> but, right now. But the reflex is there. It, it's it's there. I'm glad. I'm still I'm still retraining myself to gonna geek for gonna at gunnageek.com. Still Slash training network. Slash network. Slash network. See, I'm still in the. Tr- but we, I write on it too, and so does Chris, and you so know, does Steven. so does Steven and, and JS, JS is I don't on the know. podcast. So there you go. We're but all part of Gonna Geek on the I'm show. not. Uh, I wasn't invited to write because Steven knows that I'm so fucking lazy. Um, <laughs> I'm just not going to write. That's how I meet JS years ago. JS comes and I get a uh, a tweet from him or something. No, no, no. You tweeted to I me first. I tweeted him. That's right. You I tweeted, tweeted to me first. him. And I was in a I was in a rib restaurant with my wife. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this guy's so fucking cool. So I tweet him, and then he writes back. He's like, "Oh, I'll help you with the site. I can, I can write some articles." And he's like, "Well, I'll write an article." So he, he takes three weeks to write an article. He sends it to me, <laughs> and I edit it because it needed some editing. And I post it up. And he's like, Wait, "Oh, that'll Steven, be great." Steven, you edit things? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's an edit troll. I'm an edit troll. Edit troll. Then we post it, and he's like, "Well, I'll keep doing it." And then he's like, "Well, how about I just do some SEO instead Which rather I, than I, write? Because I, I can't write." I did a lot of it. I did a lot <laughs> of it. You did. And then, and then we just fucking. And then after that, it was you know him and I slept together, and it was all downhill from there. So this takes us. Do you sleep with all of your podcasting hosts? I I know that you and I never because that. Well, you and I can't. I'm on a bed. You can't see my hands. Essentially, we are. That's okay. Well, well me, and, uh, me and Stephen are at the same place. If if you can look, Stephen's actually to yep. my left. You see, yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna turn the camera because it's gonna look weird. It's 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 an actual physical effect of camera making. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, there. Well, guys, this this awkward but hilarious conversation brings us back to the fact that we are stealing cocky cosplay and renaming it for one episode and doing what we call clever cosplay. I like how you I like how you think you're stealing something from us, but me and Steven are actually stealing your show. That's okay. It's half the fun <laughs> of being here. I don't give a shit. So what we're going to do is we're going to play clever cosplay because I'm original, Ooh. and we have our own take on this. We'll have three different cosplays that we'll go through, and we have to pick the winner for the best. <laughs> so what we'll do is I'll put one up on screen, and one of my co-hosts will then take the opportunity to describe it, and then everyone gets their chance to say something good about it, and then something negative. So our first one, we're going Avengers theme today. We're going to go with a great Thor cosplay, and I'll bring this up for you guys right now. Here is... The Thunder God himself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sorry, refresh me. So we're, what, what is the format? The Shit. format is we're saying something what? And we then need what? someone to describe this Thor costume for us. Can I, can uh, I take it? No, JS, you, it's your, your, your former segment. Go ahead, JS. You, you describe it. I'm going to say, dude, this guy works at a recycling plant. <laughs> and found out that he was going to like an event, a dress-up event, and his friend said, you have to find a costume for tonight. And he's like, I have no fucking clue what I'm going to do. Found some CDs, found a lot of bags, and found a fucking can, and then decided to make a, a costume of Thor. It looks like he has a trash bag on his chest with yep. CDs glued to it, and then his hammer is made out of, looks like, almost a paper towel roll in a comic can. can. Yeah, is and then his... Ha- his, his his yellow hair is actually a yellow bag. Yes, it is. I missed that. <laughs> I was just gonna say, is his is his pa- is his pants made out of trash bags too? Oh, it would wow. seem so. Yeah, it very well could be. So this is our Thunder God on clever cosplay. So everyone, you have to say something nice about it before you rip it. So feel free to take your. I turns. am Thor. Here's my nice. I am Thor. 
god of garbage. That's nice. That's nice. Um, my my nice thing is that he's the recyclable Thor. So he's helping the Ooh, environment. He's green. he's green. That'll be my he's positive green. thing also. He's green. JS, what's your my positive thing is if he's going to a uh, party and there's actually like I don't know they lose the CDs to the music, I don't know <laughs> some dude passes out on the CDs and they can't put CDs anymore. They can actually borrow a part of his suit and 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 listen to music. See, I got he it. Could I save got the, it. He could save the party. He he's could. going to party. Going to a party and you got nothing to refry those beans. Well, now you got the can. You got the can. You put the beans in the can over the fire, heat them up. There you go. It's campfire. Who's eating campfire beans at a time. party? I like to think <laughs> it's a Canadian <laughs> thing. It's a Canadian. Thing. It's Canadian. I like to think that those CDs on there, even though it's probably not the case, he got out of the landfill are like some old AOL 3.0 and 4.0 CDs because they finally got go. use again. Sorry to tell you guys, but you can see the middle one is clearly a DVD. It's blue. It's a DVD. No, no, no. That's not a blue. That's a DVD. that's a right a, a, um, a burnable CD, and you can actually see that he's not fully burnt the CD. Yes. No, the one above that, it's blue. It's blue. The one above that. Thanks, Oh, that. I see what you mean. Yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. <laughs> yeah. So that is our Thor one. Let me look in the chat room real quick, see if you have any comments on the Wait, Thor we're not going to get negative? I thought we were going to get negative. <laughs> oh, get negative. I thought you were. Go as negative as you want now. You look like crap. There you go. That's what <laughs> <you get. laughs> He looks like garbage to me. Uh, there's just no shame in this world anymore. Like, how the hell do you walk around like that? Where's the comments? Is there comments? No. There's no comments in the chat no room comments? right now. They're oh, come on. We'll come back to it. Our next okay. one, we're going with another Avenger. We have the first Avenger, some would say, one Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At least he tried more than the Thor guy. Is is that a woman? I, I actually, yeah, I was just going to say, like, that... Uh, Need more anatomy? That's so, a shower cap, right? Yes, yeah, so who wants to take the t opportunity to describe this wonderful Captain America clever cosplay? Wow. Uh, Steven, that's all you. I got the last one, apparently. <laughs> we've got a shower cap with an A on it that looks like it was printed on an inkjet printer, which didn't really need to be printed because it's white. Uh, we have a paper glasses, it looks like, a paper star on a collared shirt. You can see uh, the tape on it. I'm really not sure what the shield's made of. It might be a frisbee that has more paper on it with some red duct tape on it. I want to say a like red that. frisbee. It looked like a cake in like then, the small version. And <laughs> it does look like a cake. There is. I can't see what's on the belt. I'm guessing maybe some some rechargeable nine volt batteries or something. But it looks like a candy box almost. Is it? I, I can't and see. Then, you did. I love the, the surgical gloves. The, the surgical glove is what no, I was going to say. Yeah, are you, are you ready why. for your it's prostate really, exam? <laughs> it's really small on my screen. I can't get it any bigger, so I'm not sure. Doctor Captain America is here for your prostate exam, I, and I have to I have to bring in the race car. Oh, there we go. That's just who I am. Um, <laughs> he clearly seems to be Asian. We're not sure if it's a he or a she though, or she is. Yeah, you're right. Captain America. Captain America. It's a communist Captain America. <laughs> oh wow! So everyone, now here's your chance to say the one positive thing about this this Captain America costume. Um, you you are blue. There you go. America's blue. You're, you're very good at finding resources around your house. Mm, very resourceful. You I made like a very cheap costume because you you saved a lot of money so you could buy that one thing you really wanted other than a Halloween costume. You got the colors primarily right on your shield. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. 
And if I ever need a prostate exam, I know where to turn. <laughs> so Jess, Captain America would never lie to you about what's going on in your prostate. <laughs> what do you see positive about this one, JS, if anything? I'm, I'm looking. I really can't find one. I was going to say, at least your shield you can eat, but I think it's paper. I think he actually, like, it's glued paper on his shield. It's I, not I, a cake? <laughs> no, I was going to say, at least you can eat your shield. Is that a juice box on the belt right here? <laughs> Have we got some comments in the chat for this one, too, by the way. Do we? Okay. Yeah. We've got Anthony that says, when moms dress cosplayers in fleece for warmth, ouch, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Mike M that says, they stole my pillow for his shield. His star looks good. Did you notice that his shirt seems to be stuffed so he looks more buffed? I didn't notice that. I did. Not, I see though. it now. Because it looks amazing. like the surgical glove really... putting the cuff of the shirt down. Yeah, yeah it is. I mean, that's Can a really awkward got... picture of of Captain America as it is. See, this we're, is why, why we, we bring... have got some suspenders or something, you know, like, you know, complete the costume. We bring cosplaying experts like JS in here to let us know the shirt is stuffed. <laughs> it's, my, it's, my, it's my keen eyes, man. It's they, his keen eyes. They're trained to spot you like this. Like, there's that. He's the guy. I don't know where. He seems to have a popped collar, so he's probably cool. Or douchey. I support gravity. Yeah. Just I really like I really like the baiting cap with the A on top. It's pretty sweet too. This doesn't match color wise. It matches his shield, but not his shirt and his pants or her pants, whoever it is. I'm there's just a surprised. Like there's a racing like... stripe on the pants also. Oh, I did not notice that. Yeah. Or is that a racing stripe, or is that just the light hitting the? Uh, the that pants? could be the light. I don't know. Well, we've got one last Avenger left. You guys ready to see the Invincible Iron Man? Oh, am I? Oh, am I? Ever? It's not the one you're thinking. Okay, it's not Paper Iron Man. It is a different Paper oh, Iron it's Man. Paper... No, we've done this one. No, no, we did a different no, one. We did a different one. Oh, See, this we... is the thing. This is this is not. This is actually excellent cosplay. I'm just gonna start off right here. I'm so excited. This cosplay here, which is a guy who who his colors resemble Iron Man, but it's all made of construction paper. This is not cosplay of Iron Man. This is cosplay of paper Iron Man, so it's spot on. <laughs> I was going to say, he didn't even cut the paper. It's just kind of folded. Uh, mm -hmm. And he's using a, a um, uh, one of those birthday bows as, as his... Uh, as his little power source. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. He doesn't... Does he even have the... the I guess... Yeah, he does. He has the arc in his, in his chest, but it's uh, a black piece of paper. He did, I'll give it, here's my good thing I'll say, he did a good job cutting out the eye and mouth holes on the mask. That's a bitch to do. Okay. And they're e they look it's... relatively even, the eye holes. And if you looked at this at first glance, the way the face is set up, it looks like it's the almost the old the horned mask, if you look real close. So it almost looks right in the face at least. There's my nice thing. See, I, I was going to go with it's the um, lock, shock, and barrel uh, face from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I like it. I'm gonna, um, I'm, uh, I was gonna say, you know, at least he's try He's made an effort. You can see. You can. You can see that he seems to have populated his costume in the rear as well. Like if you look in back of his shirt, yep. on the right side, you can see that there's seems to be some padding in the back. If you look in back of his legs as well, you can see that he seems to have a 360 degree. And he um, made the boots too. You know, he he made an effort. He obviously made an effort. Okay. This is great effort for a five minute costume. <laughs> yeah. You know what this reminds me? I, this is exactly... I, I know exactly what happened here. So, um, they were at an office, and some guy runs into this guy's office and goes, dude, there's a Comic-Con convention in town. 
today. And the guy's like, what the fuck is that, man? And he says, dude, there are tons of chicks. So he said, <laughs> oh, shit, what do we need to do? Well, I hear you need to have a costume. And he's like, what a costume of what? Superhero. So he, he's go. like, I just saw Iron Man 3. I know what to do. Go to the fucking paper room and bring back yellow and red paper. And this is. And it was somebody's birthday that same day, and he stole their birthday ribbon. That's right. That would explain why he's wearing what looks to be a a button-up shirt underneath of the Iron Man costume. That's right. Well, unless he's trying to be Tony Stark, because Tony Stark would be almost smoothly dressed, depending on where he is. It almost looks like the helmet might have had a little bit of work done to it as it curves, because it looks like there's black lines on the side of it. Well, you got to keep it attached to your face somehow. You can't just duct tape your face. I have to say, the bow is the best. The Christmas bow is by far the best part of it. When I was picking these, I saw the bow, and I was like, this has to be in there. I, I really like the shoes, though. The shoes look really cool. They do. Got... So, Oh, that's so funny. What are they saying in the chat room right now? Anything we got on this one? Let's see. Uh... Oh, oh, on the Captain America, we missed one. Anthony says, it's not Puerto Rico, Cap. That's my positive. Uh... Mike has called this Iron Man Paper Man, and then Anthony said, this is the best of the Paper Iron Man. The Blue Ribbon Repulsor Ray is awesome. <laughs> hey, look, you got a nice uh, plug in here. <laughs> that's funny. So, with our variant on Cocky Cosplay, we now have to rank these costumes to pick the best. Well, hold Let's on, just can do I the... throw one more in? Can I throw one more in? Give us one more. We'll do four. Okay, is that okay? Is that okay? Go ahead. Here we go. Do you guys see that? No. Wait, <laughs> it's wait. Dale. <laughs> wow. Oh, there you go. There you go. Check it out. It is uh, an awesome Dale cosplay of a guy who looks nothing like Dale. It's a guy who tried to age himself. He got the beard right at least. Yeah. There you go. How do I stop the screen share? There we go. Push the screen share button. There we go. There we go. Anyways, I wanted to throw that in because I laughed a little bit. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna rate. We're gonna rank these in the top three. We're gonna ask for everyone's. Let's start with your least favorite costume, everyone. I'll mm. go first. I'll go Captain America as my least favorite. I second that as well. Captain America is horrible. Naki, how about uh, yourself? Same. And Steven, are you going to make it the hat trick? Yeah, I'll go with Captain America. No, I'm going to go with Thor. Thor. Thor, Thor. was my least favorite. Thor was his mm-hmm. least favorite. No, right? actually, I switched my mind, Captain America. I'm back to you know, at least Thor. There's a flipper floppy. At least Thor tried, you know, and Iron Man tried. Captain America looks like. Well, I was going to go with Thor, but then I realized that the garbage bag just, you know, it's hard to beat. That's got that's going to end up being my number one. I integrated that, that into now. the costume. All right, so your number two costume. I'm going Thor. How about yourself, JS? Mm, yeah, Thor is, you know, they kept, I'm just going to say, like, the Iron Man one, it looks like it was a joke. <laughs> it, it actually looks like he's making fun of it. The other two guys actually look like they're serious. That's the problem. So, yeah, um, let's say the second worst is Thor. Thor. No, I'm gonna I, be the weird one. I think I can go with Iron Man. I like the Thor one I, better than I'm the not, Iron Man one. I'm knocking with uh, on this one too. I agree. Number two, uh, <laughs> Iron Man comes in for me. Fair enough. I'm gonna say if my favorite out of them would be Iron Man, just because the fact he's not taking himself seriously in it. Well, like I said, my favorite one is uh, I jumped the gun earlier. It is definitely the garbage bag. Garbage bag. How can you how can you beat that sort of cosplay? is having a garbage bag as your hair. Come on. Come on. <laughs> That's pretty it's pretty tight. 
<laughs> it is. And looking in the chat room, I believe in the order we've been going, Mike has said Thor is his least favorite, Cap his second favorite, and then I would assume Iron Man would be his favorite out of them. There's a slight delay, so we get a little messed up there. But that is the all things good and nerdy take on the fanboy buzz at fanboybuzz.com's cocky cosplay, what we call clever cosplay. Who's playing Were you just effects? a puppy? <laughs> Even were you just a puppy? <laughs> woof woof woof. <laughs> Naki, come pet me. Come pet me now. I'm on my way. <laughs> it's, it's a long journey. I, I was gonna I, say, what are you talking about? I'm in his closet. Whatever. <laughs> no, you mean you're in JS's closet. So that door's gonna open here in a second. <laughs> I'm very rich. Well, guys, we got about ten <laughs> minutes left in the show. So. KFC, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing any of this out. It's gold. <laughs> In our traditional fashion, with the last 10 minutes of the show, we have our bit of what I'm into. It's that special time where we tell you what we're doing this week. And for those that aren't familiar, this is our time to tell you what comics we've been reading, books we've been reading, movies watching, pretty much whatever we've been getting into that we can potentially convince you, or you might be convinced you want to read, do, game, play, or whatever. So, I'll start with one of our guest hosts, one Mr. Stephen John Drew. What are you oh. into? What are you getting into? Oh, man. I have to admit, kind of teased this a little bit earlier. Uh, comic On the comic book front, I have been taking a break. Like, you know, not that I, I ha- don't have a history of saying no to the guys at Comic Book Legends each week. Like, or each month they invite me on and normally something comes up. But, like, the last two months, I wouldn't be able to talk about anything because I've been taking a break since we stopped the Fanboy Buzz because I read, fanboybuzz.com. I read so much crap on there, I have to take, like, a two-month break. So, really, out of the occasional issue here and there and whatnot, and power reading Superior Spider-Man over last week because uh, I was I was only a few issues in when I still loved it. And, uh, you know, that, that that's about it. I've been taking a break. So I have been doing the dad thing, like I said, once again, you can see, world's best dad here, world's best dad. (laughs) Uh, I have been heavily watching Under the Dome. Oh, yeah, it's pretty good. good? Yeah, it's really good. Under the Dome has not been good. (gasps) What? It's on Amazon Prime, I just haven't watched it. Uh, She lies, it's good. Uh, you you really think Under the Dome is good, and you're the one that makes fun of acting all the time, JS? Oh, oh it has horrible acting, but that's that's that's. I mean, that's hey, TV. Arrow has horrible acting, and I love mm-hmm. that. So. Oh my god, that's so bad. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure I've been into other stuff, but my. Oh, you've ahead. been into your life, that's for sure. <laughs> huh. Didn't didn't you just start up a new podcast with two other people on here? Oh, I guess yeah. I, now that you mention that, I have been <laughs> podcasting at gunageek.com, where you can find that as a weekly show with myself, Jean Sebastian, Chris Farrell, and Nightwing, aka John D from Comic Book Legends, Legends Podcast, and a bunch of other things, and Chris Farrell from WalkingTheWalkingDead.com. Hello, c'est la John D. C'est John D. Hey, les boys, c'est John D. Hello, la John D. <laughs> he so makes she, oh, pluggy, pluggy, pluggy. <laughs> I forgot I was into that. I'm... How do you forget it's your damn show? <laughs> I'm trying to hold off on the plug. Now you know. I'm trying to hold off. Last time I plugged like every 30 seconds. I've been holding back this time. Well, JS is our other guest host. What have you been getting into? What are you getting into? I'm sure Steam sales in there. 
Uh, Steam sales, I, I started. I just got into the uh, computer games. I just got into the new Civ game that came out, Brave New World. Uh, interesting new modifications. If ever anybody wants to do a multiplayer game, I am looking for players. Uh, on the board game front, I started playing the new edition of Pandemic. Yeah. And Pandemic. I haven't, I haven't gotten to play it yet. It's actually a very, very good game. Uh, I also have been playing Dark Cities, the legendary expansion, which is very, very good for those of you who uh, know the game and had some reservations of the previous game. I will pretty much guarantee that they've fixed those issues in the new release. Um, they've done a lot of modifications and a lot of corrections on that game. It's a really good game. You can get this game on Gamers Co-op, our official store. Not gamers co op. Uh, and <laughs> on TV, on TV, I've been watching the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. I had never seen this series, uh, which that is series is amazing. <laughs> it's got the chin <laughs> which, in it. Yeah, so so Bruce Campbell is. Uh, I'm a huge Bruce Campbell fan, and I'm quite surprised I've never watched this TV series. So that's what I'm watching uh, with the wife, and she's enjoying it as well. It's quite funny. Well, going back to the Under the Dome comments, uh, Anthony had one in the chat room. He goes, Under the Dome is probably good if you haven't read the book. I'm almost done with the book, and the show is so different. It's almost a completely different story. I didn't know there was a book. Oh, my God. It's a huge book, by the way. It's like yeah. a fucking brick. Uh, but the show's not that bad. I mean, I will watch it. My problem with the show is there's too much going on. Like, really? Do we really in that need a side story of a guy trapping a girl in a bunker? Really? Really? Well, Does that... that need to be in there? <laughs> See, I'm I mean, gonna binge watch this one because they made a deal with Amazon. So, like two days after it airs, it goes on Amazon Prime for free mm-hmm. for Amazon watchers. No, so you there's, there's worse, worse TV shows out there. But you know, people made fun of Arrow for the acting. Well, let's just say that Arrow Dude. is is up here compared to Under the Arrow. No way, ass No way, Arrow is worse than that movie. Yeah. Nope. Oh nope. my god. Wrong. wrong. You're wrong. wrong. Arrow, dude, my penis could act better than anybody in Arrow. <laughs> Your penis usually has to act because it's so small. It has to make itself look bigger than it normally is. <sighs> there you go. So oh, clearly, man. so clearly, dude, Arrow is horrible. Arrow is far better than Under the Dome. Like the stupid kid Under the Dome. Oh, oh, I'm so sad. Oh, this is my acting. Well, I'm gonna go next, and then I'll toss a Naki for what people are into. For me, it was board game night at my house on Friday. I had some people over. We played Ooh. some Munchkin and some DC Deck Builder. Cool. Yeah. Love me some DC Deck Builder. New, new expansion was uh, slated for, I believe, October. Yeah, it's coming out yes. this fall, and they said it's not necessarily an expansion, but you could play that one by itself if you wanted it to, is, but I will be buying it. We talked that. about it on Tabletop Bebop. Um... It's, um, it's can going, be found it's at going to be yeah. Well, like, Gamers Co-op is going to have an exclusive very soon since we're representing Cryptozoic at Fan Expo. Uh, if I get some exclusive and I have the right to, uh, or I don't have an NDA, I shall show you the expansion. That would be fantastic. Um, let's see, what else have I been getting into? Oh, it was pretty cool we played those games and that was the first time past guest host Ferg had played DC Deck Builder. They went and bought it the next day at the local store. Nice. So they had their own copy. Cool. It's contagious. Other than that, I've been reading Incorruptible because the trade came out that covered everything. I guess that's the omnibus, technically. Awesome, awesome book. I suggest you read it. And gaming-wise, I've been playing Halo Wars on my Xbox because I'm way behind the times. I bought it on sale for cheap, and it's surprisingly fun for a real-time strategy game on a console. And then 
I guess the biggest thing I did is I told Comcast to go to hell because my cable bill was too high, so I dumped <gasps> Comcast the other day and switched over to one of the Dish providers. And I freaking love my Dish Network Hopper DVR because it's the greatest thing ever so far. I've had it for one day, and it's fan-freaking-tastic. What's it do? It has a sling box built into it. It Ooh, records all nice. primetime channels automatically. That's very cool. It has what they call a Joey, which is the remote station for the hopper. I can put at different TVs in the house, so I can pause something on my TV downstairs, go upstairs, keep watching it, or watch anything off my DVR on these little remote stations. I love it. I can do everything online with it. I can watch TV shows on my iPhone with the Slingbox on the cell network. Fan friggin' tastic. If I may, for this, no, I'm I'm gonna satisfied customer. I'm going to add something. If you really liked the DC deck building games, you guys should really try the Lord of the Rings one. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings one is so much better. Oh, my God. They uh, <laughs> they actually corrected all the errors and issues that the DC deck building That's what I'm had. hoping they do in the in the expansion for it, because if somebody gets more than one location, that game is stacked in DC well, Deck Builder. Yeah, and also if you play Aquaman, you're just going to destroy anyone. Yeah. Oh god, if you do it with a Flash, if you stack up on the Flash, you can destroy everybody. Too. Yeah, but the problem is... The, the draw the, the, uh, exactly, so everybody can stop for the Flash. Uh, not that many people can stop Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah, that's Flash, true. you just make it so he can't get any of the Kid Flash or super speed powers. And you just... Yeah. He, he's done. That's he's what close. happened to me when I played, and I just got face-raped. It was yeah. not cool. Let's see. I think that's about it that I've been getting into. Naki, what have you been getting into? What are you getting into? Um, okay, so this week I had the press screening of Pacific Rim. Uh, the only thing that sucked about that is that I can't really see 3D. All it does is I see shadows and I get a migraine. So I really liked Pacific Rim outside of the fact that I had to watch a bunch of shadows and get migraines. Um, on Friday I went to Exotica, which is a porn con that uh, was going on in Chicago which I was kind of disappointed by because it was really small and I used to work in a porn shop and it's all basically the same stuff that I used to sell at a porn shop outside of the fact that there were people publicly masturbating and there was, like, flogging going on. What? Um, Hold on. He heard publicly masturbating. He's back in. (laughs) (laughs) Where is this con? (laughs) I'm in Chicago. It's called Exotica. Today is the last day. Um... I got to meet a bunch of porn stars. Uh, I met Ron Jeremy. He's really creepy and really short. Um, Chris has met me. I'm not the tallest of people, and he's shorter than I am. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, I'm I'm not tall by any means. Um, yeah, so that was that was interesting. Uh, last night I was introduced to a board game that I've been dying to play called Betrayal on the House on the Hill. It's a good game. Uh, it is fan fucking tastic, and now I have to go out and buy it. Um, oh, you can buy it on ga- a store.gamerscoop.com. <laughs> hey, look, there's a there's a plug right there. Uh, uh, it uh, it is um, it's the beginning of the game. You're just dis- you're just exploring through these ho- this these rooms of this really creepy house, and uh, you have omens and things happen. But it's one of these omens turns one of your players into a betrayer, and they go away for a little while while they read the story. And it's two different s- stories that are going on, and the group is trying to figure out how to get out of this house, and uh, the betrayer has to keep you from getting out of the house, and. Uh, one of the we played twice last night, and one of the games that we played, uh, we were all shrunk, and the betrayer set cats out on us. And the way that we had to get out was we had to discover a toy plane and fly out. And cool. it was like 
and then the the next story we played uh the the betrayer was be was uh possessed by a witch and we had to create a spell to uh kill the to make the witch mortal and then we had to fight the witch to kill her and so i mean it's it's really cool really intricate it's a it's a new way of a or it's it's a really interesting way to um to do a group dynamic game where you don't all hate each other at the end um other games played last night was, of course, Kittens in a Blender, because you can't go a game night without playing Kittens in a Blender. And, uh... That's a fun one. Uh, I Dark Overlord and Hex. I think it was called Hex. I didn't actually get to play that one. I came in while that were, they were there while they were playing that. Um, but, uh, so, hopefully we'll have a new Tabletop Bebop up soon. Uh, our games guru, Ryan, has a, uh, been a little bit busy with his con life. Uh, you probably know him on this... And uh, as as Stephen has put up so what? nicely beside me, uh, go buy Superior Spider Man because you know what? Fuck you guys. That that is a fucking awesome. It's it's not okay. It's not the best written comic in the in the world by any means, but it's it's just different and it's good and I like it. And Stephen's the best. I will agree. It is different. <laughs> <laughs> I sold I sold four copies of the trade yesterday. I was so proud of myself. Congrats. I'm not going to hate buy it, though. I've already said that, so... That's uh, why. That's all I'm saying on it this week, because I don't want to argue about it again. <laughs> and Steven like, wanted to argue about it. That's okay. We ran out of time. You had, you've you made some very good points elsewhere on the internet, like on goodageek.com. I'll tell you and what, if you guys um, want to record a special episode talking just about it, feel free. Hooray! Oh, look, at, look at what's on my screen. Oh, what's that? Oh, something to buy. Go ahead. Holy shit, that price <laughs> definitely not right. <laughs> I'm going right now. Advertisement, advertisement. Oh, well, guys, I think that's going to wrap us up for this week. A big thank you to both Stephen and JS for joining us today. Thank you for having Yay. us. Thank you for having us. I know we run over you all the time oh, on this show when we're on. Fun. So people like it when we have train wrecks on this show. That's what they said in the iTunes comments before. We still so. see your screen there, JS. So I know. You know. I'm changing the price. Give me a second. Don't show us any porn. <laughs> Uh, JS is like, gotta change it <laughs> before wrong. someone buys it. Uh, don't forget, you guys can hear Steven and JS on the official Gunna Geek podcast at GunnaGeek.com. Oh, fuck, you disabled that goddamn screen. <laughs> click the screen, the screen share button. Just click the screen oh. share button again, it'll go away. Um, don't forget, you can find the podcast at atgnpodcast.com. You can hit us up on all the social medias like Twitter at atgnpodcast or on Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodandnerdy. And leave us your comments, your opinions, questions, anything on there, or hit us up on the Google Voice line at 304-806-ATG. And we love to get comments and feedback from you guys. I love how everyone's dancing as I do the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all I got, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you all next week. These guys are going to talk now. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> porn boobs, titty masturbations. See, I don't even have to say that I was at a porn convention. Steven will just talk all the tits and dicks that he wants. All right, guys, on that note, we're going to end the show. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at atgnpodcast or on facebook.com slash allthingsgoodandnerdy. 
If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN, and we'll get your message, and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook, so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.